fuck is up, you beautiful bastards and bitches? It is the 4th of November. Remember, remember, the something of November? I think it may have been the 4th, but I'm not sure. Either way, it's a beautiful goddamn month and a beautiful goddamn day. I hope you're all having a great one. I hope everything's going great for you. And whatever you're trying to achieve today on this day is, you know, within grasp. And if it's not, try fucking harder, dude. Or do that, whatever. Because you're not trying hard enough. That said, today I'm going to talk about some advice that I've like loosely put together through my life that uh, I think is useful and some stuff that uh, I think is good that other people have said. Specifically, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the four agreements. If you uh, haven't heard of them, they're from Don Miguel Ruiz's book, The Four Agreements. Uh, It was published in 1997. Um, It's a life-changing book for a lot of people. Uh, the ideas come from ancient Toltemic wisdom uh, from the people of southern Mexico. Uh, the Toltec were people of knowledge, scientists, artists who created society to explore and conserve traditional, the traditional spiritual knowledge or practice of their ancestors. Um, it's a pretty good read. I'm not through it all the way, but the agreements themselves I'm familiar with. I've heard them ter- talked about many times, and you know I've read them myself and kind of interpreted how I feel about them and what I think they mean, how I think they're valuable, but. We'll get into that in a little bit. We're going to start with just the the one thing I always tell everybody, uh, and Jordan Peterson says it a lot, but to be combative. And I know that that seems maybe like a weird thing to say, or it seems kind of obtuse and formless, and like there's not really, you know, any real substance there. But in my mind, it just means don't give in. And what I mean by that is don't give in in the most general sense. Like, don't give in at work. Don't give in at a restaurant when your order's wrong, that kind of thing. Don't get, don't give in at work specifically like if you deserve a raise or you deserve a better uh, employment situation or, you know, you're being treated unfairly or whatever. Be combative. Fight for what you should have. Fight for what you deserve. Because you do deserve certain things. You do deserve, you know, accolades, commendations, you know, better pay, all that kind of stuff. Don't just settle for whatever because you don't want to be combative. It's scary being combative. I know I've been in that situation many times myself. In a lot of ways, I fucking hate it because I, you know, at my core, I am a person who wants to make people happy. That's that's what makes me happy. Like, I'm mildly starting to, you know, getting the idea of doing stand-up here sometime soon. And the main reason for that is because I really enjoy making people laugh. That, that, is extremely enjoyable to me. It makes me feel fulfilled and content. And if I could make a career out of that, that'd be great. You know, it's not likely, but I'm going to give it a shot because, you know, be combative, motherfucker. Try, try. Because if you don't try, all you're going to do is you're going to regret. But continuing on with be combative, um, one way that I did it recently was I got a bill uh, six months after some dental work for something that my insurer was refusing to pay for. Basically, without getting too far into the details of it, it's not that big of a bill. It's like 600 bucks. It's not the end of the world. But it's something that they should have told me I had to pay for right away, not six months after the fact sending me a bill. And my initial reaction was, go fuck yourself. I'm not paying this. And when I called the the insurer and the dental office itself, there was a part of me that wanted to like be like, ah, pull it in, you know, reel it in a little bit, you know, they're just people. And then I thought, fuck that. You can still be combative and tell them I'm not paying for this shit. 
while also being kind to the person working on the other side and explaining to them that I know this isn't you and I understand this isn't you, but irrelevant of what if, of whether or not it is you, this is bullshit and I'm not paying for this. It's not fucking happening. So that's basically what I did. So I gave the insurer a call. They explained the situation. I gave the dentist a call. They explained the situation. And both of them tried to give me this well, you know, it, it wasn't covered, so you're going to have to pay for it. And I just told him flat out, I was like, I'm not paying for it. You two are going to figure it out amongst yourselves, whatever that is. I don't care. I will absolutely, unequivocally not fucking pay for this. I did not uh, make a mistake here. This wasn't my fault. I had nothing to do with this. This is a mistake between you two. I am not fronting the bill for it. One of you is. And I just kept saying that over and over. Every conversation I had with the dental office or with the uh, what the fuck are they called? The insurance company. And, you know, a couple days ago, they called me and said the dental office is going to take care of it. Be combative, guys. Fight for what's right for you. Fight for what you deserve. Fight for what you should be fighting for. You know, that, uh, and being strong and combative doesn't mean you have to be an asshole or bully people or belittle them. It just means you're, you're standing up for yourself because all too often no one else will. You know, very rarely will you find someone else who actually will stand up for you and fight for you. And those people who you do find like that are fucking gems and you should hold on to them because it's important to have those kinds of people in your corner and in your life. You know, it's a I, parents have said it. I don't know how many times I'm going to say it here now, even though I'm not a parent, who you surround yourself with is important. And the people you surround yourself with should be people that are on your fucking team, man. Because you're at the end of the day, you know, as much as I don't like tribalism, your friend group is a little tribe, and that tribe, that clan, whatever you want to call it, that group of people fight for each other more than anyone else ever will for you or for them. But moving on from that, the next thing that I would say to people, especially guys dating girls, be fucking sincere, man. Be who you really are. Like, And that doesn't mean immediately show all the flaws and awful aspects of yourself or things that you're working on. It just means that be you. Be the person that you actually are. Because whatever fake amalgam you've created of multifaceted personalities that you're trying to smash together to make what you think this girl or this person or these people are going to like is eventually going to fall apart because you can't maintain it forever. I, I've struggled with wanting to make everyone happy, like I said. Uh, and though it's never manifested as changing who I am, it has times manifested in me editing myself and holding back who I really am. Um, this one isn't so bad. I, I don't think, I mean, you, everyone can do this in my opinion. I don't think this is like name necessarily a negative, but <clears throat> when I'm around our new group of people, uh, excuse me, I will often hold back and not interact much and not speak much because I kind of want to get a gauge of the room. I want to get a, a feeling for where their humor level is at, what they're comfortable with, what's offensive to them. Because while I don't care about being offensive, generally speaking, I'm not looking to put a sour taste in someone's mouth right out the gate. Right. Like I want them to get a good feel for who I am before I give them the full blast, you know, and see that there's a sincerity here and a kindness that is just, you know, laced with biting humor that's not intended to be mean or cruel. But I say ridiculous, insane, awful things because it's funny to say them because they're ridiculous, insane and awful. Right. I don't mean any of it. I'm not really going to stab anyone or anything. It's just a ridiculous thing to say. But. People are attracted to sincerity, like I said. I mean, this pod, pod, podcast, excuse me, clearly being the exception, a self-burn, generally speaking, the more sincere you are and the more of a real person you are, 
the more people tend to like you. Like I've always, I've never had a problem finding friends or maintaining friendships or anything like that. And I've always had a lot of friends all throughout my life. And I think that a large part of that, while I am a, a funny guy and I make fucking comments that make people laugh and shit, I think a lot of that's sincerity. Like I'm very, very, very sincere and even vulnerable sometimes if I think it'll properly convey the message I'm trying to convey to you or those people where I want you to know how I really feel and I want you to know how much something matters to me. Like when my wife and I had our wedding, uh, I gave a little speech about her. And then at the end of it, I tacked on something talking about how hard and dark life is without people that make life better, without people that are real friends, real family who really give a shit about you. Because without those, I, I cannot imagine what life is like without those people. And I, anybody out there who doesn't have a friend or feels like they don't have friends, you probably do, man. And if you're feeling like maybe, you know, you're not getting along right now, whatever it is, bury the fucking hatchet because those friendships are what make life tolerable. And I got caught up in the moment and I started crying while I was talking. I was thinking about my wife and I was thinking about them. I was thinking how great my life is because like my great, my life is great right now. It's, it's been great forever. I've had a great life. There've been some hard parts. Yeah. But it's been a blast. I love life. I want to continue living it as long as I can. And, you know, when it ends, uh, I'm happy to have gotten the privilege to have experienced it. But I don't want it to end now. Um, the next thing I would say is don't fucking lie. I know this seems like an obvious thing to almost everyone. But we all lie. We all lie in little white lie format. And sometimes in big lies. Especially if we feel pressure. When I was younger, when I was like real young, like in my teens and my very early 20s, like 21, 22, I remember telling really stupid lies, like to make myself feel cooler or, you know, to talk myself up, that kind of thing. And, you know, to make it look like I never made any mistakes or, or whatever. I was just afraid of the judgment that I would receive if the truth was out there. And, you know, little did I know that now where I tell the truth almost exclusively I get way, way more accolades and kindness and whatever you want to call it than I did when I was, you know, bullshitting when I was a young man. And that's common for many young men, especially in their teens and many men up into their 30s even. I remember there was a, a relationship I had where I told a really stupid lie and it was like pretty much the one of like three lies I ever told that person. And I shouldn't have told them that those lies they were un they were dumb, and it was just because I didn't want that person to look down on me for something that I hadn't achieved that I wanted to claim I had achieved. And so when that person found out, they were very, very frustrated. And, you know, that ended up being the axe in the relationship. And that's fine because I ended up, you know, with my wife, who is a much better option. She's way better than I deserve. She's fucking gorgeous, beautiful, funny as fuck. That's my favorite thing about her, to be completely honest. Is she is legitimately fucking funny. And if she wasn't, I don't know if I could have married her. Like, I just, I got to have somebody that I can have a good time with. She's my favorite fucking person. She's the best. And I try vehemently to not lie to her about anything. You know, some things slip through, some stupid white lies here and there, you know, or I'll, I'll say something offhandedly and won't think about it. But I don't tell her any big lies, and she knows pretty much everything. And that even goes to, like, my really uh, unfortunate, at times, sexual history. You know, there was one point where a very ugly prostitute and I had a, a moment and my wife knows about that and she judges me for it and I deserve it. I deserve it. It's gross. It's gross. Um, 
Maybe one day I'll tell that story, but I don't want to use that as a bit, so I don't really want to spoil that. But yeah, Zero Black 30. It occurred and uh, did not like. Wish I could go back and take it back, although it makes a really good story. But moving on from that, don't fucking lie. Um, and what I mean by that is how much do you lie? Like, really, like take an inventory of how much you lie, how big the lies are, who you lie to, and if the lies are white lies for kindness or black lies for self-gain. Because that's an important differentiation to make as well. Because it's not just like, are you lying? Because like I said, everybody fucking lies in some degree. It's usually, the most common is like to work, right? Like, oh, I'm feeling sick today. You're not fucking sick. Or, oh, I took care of that. You haven't taken care of that, but you're going to go take care of it now that you got pointed out. You know, stuff like that. I don't think there's really anything wrong with those lies. You probably still shouldn't do it, but I do it myself. I try not to. Like I said, I try and be honest. But I also, you know, these companies, they don't give a shit about you when it comes right down to it. So what do you owe them beyond, you know, hard work and doing your best? Beyond that, you know, they can go fuck themselves. Who gives a shit? But uh, where was I? My oh, yeah. Apologies. Oh, and my fucking watch just went off. Uh, but yeah, work, like I said, being the obvious exception, don't lie in your day to day life, or at least try not to. It's hard, but it's something you got to do because you'll be better off for it. You know, like I said about the relationships, that's the one that really just kills so many relationships. I hear it all the time. Some stupid fucking lies that they tell that they shouldn't tell. And it just, it just causes problems, man. Cause the biggest thing is like when you're lying like that, or if you're like someone who lies a lot. You are just tripping over yourself trying to keep track of all these fucking lies because it just gets so complicated keeping track of what you say to this person. What'd you say to this person? Well, was this the truth or was this something I made up? I don't even know anymore. You know, like it's it's hard and you start believing your own lies. You know, it's difficult. So don't fucking lie. Um, I just try to lie as little as possible now. I'm not perfect. I still still do still lie at times. But like I said, I'm trying, you know, and I would recommend you all do the same. Um, next I'm going to get into the, uh, the four agreements, as I was going to say, as I said at the beginning that I'm going to talk about, um, the first one, like I said, being impeccable with your word, speak with integrity, say only what you mean, avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others, use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. So I think this ties into me to being sincere, sincerity and not lying, right? Like just be who you really are, speak as you really should speak. And, you know, like it says, be fucking impeccable with your word. If you're going to, if you say you're going to do something, do your best to do it. Obviously things happen and there are exceptions to every rule, but as a general rule of thumb, if you say you're going to do something, try and fucking do it. The next one being don't take anything personally. I've said this before in a previous episode that uh, with work specifically, I have struggled with taking things, not taking things personally because for some reason, well, not for some reason, I know that I get a lot of validation from work that I would have gotten from a father figure. And so I get it instead at work, you know, I get those attaboys that mean a lot to me. And so it's hard for me to take criticism and shit at work and not take it personally. It's something I'm working on. I've been working on for a long time, getting better at it, but you know, it's just, it's hard, man. It's not easy. It's easy to be thick-skinned in your day-to-day life because you know at the end of the day the people saying shit, you know, you know it's not true, so what does it matter? But at work, you know, what if, at least in my mind, when I get criticized at work, I'm like, what if they are right? What if I am a piece of shit? What if I think I'm doing a great job and I'm really not, you know? And then I just get super self-critical, and we'll get into that in a minute, but it's just not good. Um, so what it says is don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. That's a good point. 
What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. It's hard to do. I know that that sounds hard to do because it is hard to do. <laughs> and everybody wants to pretend it's not, or a lot of people want to pretend it's not, but it is. It's not easy. Most people, I think, in today's world aren't that horrible at not taking things personally on a general level, but there's usually a soft spot, right? Like for me, it's work. The rest of my life, I'm pretty good. You know, maybe for you, it's uh, comments your wife makes, or, you know, it's something your neighbor says about you, or you hear some gossip about you, some rumor about you, and it take, you know, you take it very personally. It's hard, man, but you gotta, like it says, what others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. I feel like that rhymes, and it wasn't intentional, or at least I didn't think it was intentional, so that's funny. The next one is don't make assumptions. I'm pretty good at this, but sometimes I still do make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid mis misunderstandings, sadness, and trauma. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. And that's probably true. Because, uh, you know, there have been many times in my life that I've made an assumption and then, you know, I get frustrated by that assumption because I'm like, well, what the fuck? Why would this person say this this way? Or what do they mean by this? And then I would just ask them, get clarification, and it would completely diffuse all frustration. I've done it with friends. I've done it with colleagues. I've done it all the time. Because especially through text, as we are increasingly, increasingly in a text-based world where all communication is done through text of some kind, very little is face-to-face or I should say very little is voice through over the phone and even less is face-to-face -face is what I should say. It's difficult, but I would highly recommend that you go out of your way to properly communicate and not make assumptions. Communication is an important skill. It's something you got to work on. It's not something you just have immediately. And when I was really young, like in my teens, I was horrible at it. I was not good. I was dog shit. I didn't know how to, you know, properly communicate. And this, I think, also ties into sincerity. I didn't know how sincere I wanted to be at that point. And so I got older and became more sincere. My communication has gotten way better. You know, I think my wife would say that I'm a pretty good listener. I really try to understand. <clears throat> like I said, there's still times I make assumptions. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm a fucked up, fallible human being. But I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm really trying. And, you know, that's all anybody can ask of you. And uh, speaking of which, the last one is, Always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It'll be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. This one's hard. And the reason it's hard is because, at least for me, I am extremely self-critical and get really bad imposter syndrome. And sometimes it's because I'm not doing my best. But a lot of times it's just because I just have, I am viciously critical of my own mistakes. And... I don't think that's healthy. I would recommend most people don't behave this way. <clears throat> it's something I'm working on, but it's it's hard, man. It's, you know, as everything else in life, you know, you're a, an eternally changing piece of work. You know, you're not, <clears throat> excuse me, I have something in my throat. You're not uh, a finished product by any means. You know, it's going to take you time. It's going to take us all time. Slowly but surely, we'll come together and, you know, probably right before we die, we'll hit what would be essentially a finished project. So, unfortunate but you know we are corporeal beings you know we end at some point but yeah do your best you know this my uncle was kind of like a father figure to me and he imparted to me very much a never half-ass anything attitude
And so with work specifically, I always try to not half-ass anything. I always try to do my best. Now, there are times that I get lazy. You know, At my core, I'm a lazy sack of shit. I'm always fighting that and combating that, but I still try to actively combat that and do my best. Procrastination, if anything, is the one thing I struggle with the most, and I have to actively fucking combat it and be like, no, fucking do it now. Stop putting it off. It's it's hard, man. It's real hard, but if you can do it, uh, it's gonna fucking it's gonna make your life better. And doing your best does make your life better, you know. Because even if it's a job you don't like, specifically in the work department, let's talk about work. Uh, even if it's a job you don't like, and you know, I'm working a job right now that I can't stand. It's something that I am way overqualified for, and so it, it's very frustrating on like an engagement with my mind level to work this kind of job when I'm used to working much higher pressure, higher tier jobs. This one pays very well. And so that's why I'm at it, but it's not mentally fulfilling at all. And so it's something I'm struggling with doing my best because my best would be me just taking charge of the situation and doing everything the way that I've been taught to do it. But that's not what I'm supposed to do because it's not my job, you know? So it's my best instead is just doing whatever I can, the best I can and giving my help and expertise wherever I can so it can help uh, my colleagues, right? That's my best right now. And I'm doing my best. I'm trying. It's hard, man. Like I said, it's hard to get over that that frustration of being in a job you don't want to be in. And I think this ties into be combative too, because it goes into like your life at large. Because it's hard. Is this is this job I have right now is a safe, safe, safe job. Without getting into specifics of what it is, where I am, it's a very safe job, but it's not a fulfilling job. So I'm like, I have to weigh the risk of going to a new job, which potentially may not pay as much and may not have as good of benefits, but it will be far more fulfilling and possibly have a better payout further down the road. It's hard to decide that because the easy road is just to stay with this one, but it's the one that feels soul crushing to me. So being combative, I'm looking for something else, but it's, it's hard, you know, it's not easy, but, uh, I'm doing my best, you know? But yeah, the only other thing I'd say is uh, in the be impeccable with your word, don't lie. I meant to speak about it when uh, I was talking about it originally, but I forgot. And so I'll talk about it now real briefly. But I had a friend a while ago who was just like a pathological chronic liar. Great person. I know that sounds like an oxymoron and like they couldn't possibly exist when they're the same human being, but they did. He had a heart of fucking gold. If you needed help, if you needed something, that man was there for you. And that was a great aspect of him. But eventually we just drifted apart because I just got so sick of the fucking lies, man. Like, I didn't understand why he needed to lie to me, you know? And I didn't understand why he would do this thing where he would rope me into his lies in a way that I was unaware of. Like, he would tell his other friends who I didn't know before I met them that, like, I was a Navy SEAL or some shit right? Or some kind of veteran. And the reason he would do this is because he wanted me to, you know, basically elevate his social standing by knowing me is, is what I believe. I don't know. But he always asked me not to tell them. And, you know, the first couple times I didn't do it. But then, you know, after like the third time I told him, hey, man, don't tell this lie anymore. If you tell it, I'm just going to tell them right away that I am not that. I understand that you want to, you know, be cooler or whatever, but I'm not comfortable with this. It makes me super uncomfortable. And I don't like it, so I don't want to be part of it, so don't do it. And so he didn't do that anymore. 
uh, for a little bit, but then he started doing it again. And, you know, like I said, eventually we just drifted apart because he just wouldn't stop fucking lying. And it sucks because I really cared about him. You know, I loved him. He's a good person. He just fucking lies too much, man. You know, you know he's not the only one. There's, there's a lot of people out there that have that problem. But probably going to call it there for today. I feel like it was a pretty good discussion. I hope that, uh, you know, maybe this will help you. Maybe this will help your life a little bit. Give that book a read. Uh, it's a life-changing book. Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, Four Agreements. I bet I'm saying that fucking name wrong. But The Four Agreements, guys. Give it a read, and I hope you like it. And uh, have a beautiful goddamn day. Whatever you're trying to do, I hope you, you achieve it. I hope you get where you're going. And uh, if things are getting dark or getting hard, you can always get uh, it's always it's gonna get better, is what I should say. It can get worse and it might get worse, but eventually it's gonna get better if you keep going, you keep trying. Don't give up, my friends. Keep fighting, rage against the dying of the light. Have a good fucking day.